afternoon and welcome to Midday Moms. This is Dorothy Polarski welcoming each and every one of you signing on. Um, as you sign on, I would ask that you say hello to us in the chat box. Um, you know, if you're Alice from Alabama, say hi, I'm Alice from Alabama. If you're Maria from Mississauga, let us know where you're from. Let us know how many children you have. Let us know if this is the first time you've attended or the 51st time you've attended. We love uh, hearing from you. And so uh, many of you have met me before at the Dynamic Women of Faith Conference, or maybe you've read, you know, a column of mine in the Catholic Register. I also wanted to extend a big, big warm welcome to Alan Smith. Alan, how are you? I'm well, I'm well. Thank you for having me. I, I enjoy these, uh, I want to say, informal gatherings where we just get together and we chat. And uh, I know today we'll have a great conversation. So uh, thanks for having me. Yes, it's really great to have you here. Alan, for those, you know, moms maybe that, you know, don't know you because, you know, in the Toronto region, everybody knows you, the Cambridge region, Midland, everyone knows you. Um, but maybe for some of us that are joining us for the first time, can you tell us just a little bit about yourself? All right. Uh, well, I'm, uh, let's just say I'm, uh, I'm a happily married man of 36 years, and I have a lovely wife named Isabel, and we have three adult children, and uh, the Lord has blessed me with five grandchildren. So, uh, again, I live in Midland, Ontario, Canada, which is uh, again, a sleepy little village north of Toronto, and I'm blessed that I live close to a national shrine. So uh, the faith is celebrated on a daily basis here where I live. And um, I just come from humble beginnings. I'm one of 12 children. And so I came from a small Catholic family. A small Catholic family? <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. the apostles, yeah. really small. What a wow. My yeah. goodness, eh? that's exciting. Yeah. Well, you know, and I think this is what I say. I say small because, you know, we had 12 children in our family and uh, but yet the neighbor had 14 and the other neighbor had 16. So we couldn't we didn't have bragging rights. We weren't the largest Catholic family. We were, I like to say, a mid-sized family. But still, uh, that growing up with uh, 11 brothers and sisters uh, really formed me. And uh, so I'm a blessed man. And so, again, just uh, I grew up in uh, in Pickering, Ontario. And uh, I can live by the water, so our parents had us outside all the time, uh, either on rowboats, sailboats, or something. So I'm, I'm a nature lover, and uh, my parents also uh, encouraged us to go to daily mass. And so uh, I picked up that holy habit at a very young age of going to mass every day uh, before school. And so uh, it's kind of stuck. So uh, again, I'm grateful to my parents for uh, you know giving me what I call a great environment to uh, hone my craft to uh, sing for my supper in a way. So again, uh, there's lots in the middle, but uh, again, we're here to talk about uh, the writings of the Venerable Sheen today and uh, not so much about me. And uh, I know at the time of this recording where it is the feast of, um, I think, St. John the Baptist. St. John the Baptist, yeah. And his great words, may the Lord increase and may I decrease. And so I want to talk about the Lord today. So, no, 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 Well, thank you. And uh, as we're, um, you know, as we're sort of just, I want to welcome a couple of people in the, the chat. So Rishma from Kitchener, hello, great to uh, meet you, Rishma. 
Rema Chelio is one of our mother's group leaders from St. Benedict's. Welcome, Rema. Uh, Roseanne Lista from Our Lady of Peace Catholic Moms Group. Great to have you here. Carmela from Maple. Uh, Dora, wonderful Claude from, um, I know you're from Maple as well. Yes, happy feast of St. Yes. So good afternoon from St. Uh, David's Parish. Kristina Zosowski is our mother's group leader at All Saints Parish in Etobicoke. She's in her sixth year of hosting a Catholic moms group there. So uh, as is actually Reva. So it's uh, really, really, really wonderful to have all of you here. And so why are we here? Um, we're here, our ministry is here. And so for those of you maybe that aren't, you know, in the chat and you're sort of maybe joining us for the first time, our ministry can be found online. Um, it's, I always say it's really simple. It's three words, catholicmomsgroup.com. And we encourage you to visit our website, catholicmomsgroup.com. And we are faith partners with the Archdiocese of Toronto, and we're on a mission to revive the vocation of motherhood. And uh, we do so primarily by helping parishes start Catholic moms groups. Um, I think last week I mentioned that we've shipped uh, a mother's group starter kit to St. Nicholas Parish in North Pole, Alaska. <laughs> and uh, we're just getting prepared to ship another kit to St. Peter of the Chains in the Diocese of uh, Peterborough. And we're hoping that somebody here will be inspired to start a Catholic moms group. We have a very deep conviction that when mothers gather to pray for their children, to learn about their Catholic faith, um, that it's not only revitalizing, not only empowering, but uh, we believe that the prayers of a mother have a ripple effect on um, you know, the entire family and the entire world. And so I, I'm gonna just play a very short video about our ministry. Um, some of you have uh, seen it many times and some of you have never seen it, um, but um, yeah, we hope that it touches you. We hope that it inspires you. And we hope that based on it, someone will say, hey, I'm starting a Catholic moms group. Mothers, by our very nature, we are nurturing, loving caregivers. We are social beings made for friendship and community. We are also spiritual by nature, made by a loving God to know him and love him, and to pass this love of our Catholic faith on to our children. But right now, many mothers feel overextended, distracted, and exhausted. Though as Catholics, we have the community of our church, many mothers attending mass could not name the moms sitting next to them in the pew they share. Community and support among Catholic mothers is desperately needed in this hectic and chaotic culture. Your parish needs you to bring these moms together. Hi, my name is Dorothy Polarski. I'm the founder of Catholic Moms Group. We at Catholic Moms Group are on a mission to revive the vocation of motherhood. 
We exist to bring together like-minded, faith-filled mothers who crave community and are focused on spiritual growth, Catholic teaching, and fellowship. Can you imagine a thriving, engaged mothers group at your parish? A group of moms in love with their Catholic faith, ready to serve other mothers no matter what stage of motherhood they're at. Can you imagine what a difference that would make at your parish? Starting a mother's group, it's not rocket science, but working with a team who's done it before and who's done it dozens and dozens of times sure does help. The Catholic Moms Group membership site is an online community that offers training, resources, and dozens of tools for parishes to help them start a mother's group quickly and efficiently. We're here to provide you with a clear path to launching a Catholic Moms Group at your parish. All of our materials are 100% Catholic. We have clearly laid out meetup plans for both mom's groups and toddler groups. We are obedient to the magisterium of the Catholic Church. We have created dozens of tools that are going to save you time and energy. And besides that, we love our Blessed Mother. We constantly turn to her for her intercession. You can make a huge impact in your parish, so join us. We are revolutionizing the way parishes start mothers groups by providing parishes with a Catholic mothers group starter kit and by nourishing and training a community of Catholic mothers group leaders across the world. It's time to start a mothers group at your parish. Join us today. stop share and so uh it's funny just before we went on um alan and i were chatting about the relics i have in the uh the background and one of the saints that our ministry is consecrated to is saint Gemma galgani because you know talking to moms about motherhood being a vocation and not just a series of tasks has really not been uh, something easy because I get accused of so many things. And uh, so I just wanted to just uh, thank St. Gemma Galgani uh, publicly. And for those of you that uh, don't know about St. Gemma, I always say she's our superpower. There's no way our ministry would still exist without St. Gemma Galgani's intercession. Um, anyway, I, I love her to pieces. Alan, I, I'm just so happy to have you here. It's, I've been meaning to do this for, for so long. I just wanted to officially um, introduce um, Alan. Alan and I have known each other for quite a long time. We're like I've hosted Dynamic Women of Faith Conference now for 12 years, and I think I've known them since before that. So we go a little bit, uh, you know, not way back, but way back. <laughs> um, and so Alan is a husband, father, grandfather, a man of trade, and a business owner. He has served the church for 15 years as a Catholic evangelist, radio host, writer, 
internet broadcaster and retreat director. He's a gifted speaker giving presentations at seminaries, schools, parishes, and Catholic conferences. He's often featured on Catholic media, such as EWTN radio and television, Radio Maria, the Catholic channel, Relevant Radio and Shalom TV. He is the founder and director of the Archbishop Fulton Sheen Mission Society of Canada and has served on the board of directors of the Archbishop Fulton Sheen Foundation in Peroria, Illinois, which promotes the cause of Fulton Sheen's canonization process. Al is the creator of the website Bishop Sheen Today, which features the life and works of the venerable uh, Archbishop Fulton Sheen. A big, big, warm welcome, Alan. Your dedication, your hard work, your globetrotting, and your prolific um, publication of books through the pandemic are so inspiring. Uh, so, you know, uh, just a big, big, warm welcome. All of you at home, can you give uh, Alan a big warm <laughs> round of applause? Uh, it, it's, it's great to have you here. Alan, can you tell us a little bit about how your sort of love of uh, Bishop Sheen began for those of us maybe that don't know? Right, um, I, I like to say to people, it's, um, it was a God incident. So when I met Bishop Sheen uh, through one of his books, um, uh, only a few years ago, uh, again, it was the year 2009. And, you know, at the time I was 48 years old. And so uh, maybe I'm giving away my age today. But uh, so in 2009, my good wife and I were dropping our daughter off to a very small Catholic college called Our Lady Seat of Wisdom College in Barry's Bay, Ontario. And so as I was getting my daughter uh, safely uh, off to her dorm, I was kind of, you know, the protective dad, making sure uh, everything was in order. Uh, my good wife was in the library of the school and uh, the librarian was discarding a number of old uh, tattered books. And so she was offering them for free. And so uh, every good mother, what sees, you know, sees free books, of course, uh, are attracted to that great offer. And so my good wife picked up um, a couple books and she picked up uh, a book from Bishop Sheen called Peace of Soul. In fact, I actually keep this as a, as a sentimental uh, copy. This was the actual book that my wife picked up and uh, it retailed for 35 cents at the time. And uh, uh, he penned this in 1949. And so uh, my wife started to read this book to me on the way home uh, as we drove back. Uh, it was a five-hour drive. And I'll never forget the first lines of this book. It was simply, unless souls are saved, nothing is saved. And so when I heard Fulton Sheen's, uh, I want to call it a battle cry, unless souls are saved, nothing is saved, I thought, this priest, this bishop is speaking my language. It's all about saving souls. And so he got my attention. And uh, when I came home, I said to my wife, I said, I'd like to read that book if I could. And she said, no, 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 no. You have to get your own Bishop Sheen book. I'm really enjoying this. And uh, so I found uh, a book that Fulton Sheen wrote uh, back in 1939 called Victory Over Vice. And I thought it would be a great idea to do a meditation during Lent to kind of you know, kind of look at the seven deadly sins and know that the antidote for the seven deadly sins was found in the seven last words. 
And so that book, Victory Over Vice, uh, really got me uh, just wanting more. And uh, before you know it, I think within a year's time, I had read 24 Bishop Sheen books. And so uh, I just uh, had this uh, uh, very good appetite for his writings because he was uh, speaking to me. It was like I found a new parish priest that got me, that understood me. And I think we all know what it's um, like to have a good parish priest in our lives and uh, someone who just counsels you, who kind of uh, journeys with you. And that's what I found that what Fulton Sheen did for me is that he took me aside and said, I know um, <laughs> you're a difficult project, but I'll take you on. And so uh, remember, I have hundreds of thousands of souls to my record. Uh, so we'll work on your soul too. And so uh, he's been a great life coach for me. And this, uh, uh, just falling in love with his writings, I thought, boy, I need to share this with the world if I can. And, uh, you know, I've been on the radio for a number of years in a small community radio station. Um, uh, back in 2006, I started to host a, a weekly rosary show. And uh, that show's still on the air today. Uh, every Sunday morning at nine o'clock, we go to the air and we share the rosary, Chaplet of Mercy, Lives of the Saints. If, if, and, someone, if someone wanted to join you for that rosary, where, what station is that? Where yeah, is so that? It's, yeah, it's FM 98.5. CKWR. And so, uh, of course, they have their own uh, website and many people listen to radio stations uh, live and uh, through their internet feed. And so uh, they can tune into CKWR.com and uh, pray with us live uh, every Sunday morning at nine. Uh, or you could pray uh, with us through uh, what I call the uh, I want to say the tape delayed version when we post it to iTunes, Podbean, and all the social media feeds. And so, uh, again, people enjoy having an hour of prayer and meditation. So uh, that little show uh, is what has, I think put me on the map. People know my voice. It's amazing when people meet me for the first time. Uh, they've heard my voice for 15 years, but they finally meet me. It's kind of a neat uh, experience. Uh, but I, I went to the radio station that I was doing the Holy Rosary show with, and I said, I have this idea about sharing Bishop Sheen on the radio. And I was able to secure uh, over 400 of his audio recordings. And I said to uh, the owner of the station or the manager at the time, uh, I want to do a Bishop Sheen hour. Would you give me permission? And uh, they granted me that permission. And so I went to the radio station on a Monday evening um, at uh, 7.30. And I started to play Bishop Sheen's recordings. And it was so amazing how the phone lines lit up. Uh, I would sit in the radio station and people were calling in saying, oh, is Bishop Sheen coming back to the area to preach? I love his voice. I love what he's saying. And I thought... Uh, he died in 1979. I mean, he, he's, you know, um, but yet I could tell he was touching the hearts of Catholics and Protestants alike. And uh, boy, and of course, I'm on a secular station. Uh, FM 98.5 CKWR is a public radio station. It's not a, a Catholic radio station. As, as you know, Dorothy, uh, in Canada, we don't really have Catholic radio like in the United States. And so we actually raise money to buy airtime so that we can um, host the Holy Rosary show and the Bishop Sheen Hour. And uh, so it is a labor of love, but I tell you, we are touching the lives of many uh, non-Catholics by these two one-hour programs uh, that we feature on a secular station. 
And uh, after doing that, it was 2012 that I started the radio show. Um, within a month, I had three other radio stations approach me and say, could you do that show as a syndicated show? And uh, so we started to share that show to other radio stations. And uh, we're still on the air today with those shows. And um, many people listen to my show on Radio Maria Canada. And so it's nice to be part of the Radio Maria family. So, uh, you know, again, this, this zeal to share Bishop Sheen with a whole new generations of, uh, you know, listeners, readers. And, uh, you know, I thought, wow how can I plug in? How can I do this? And so I'm a bit tech savvy. So uh, we developed a website called bishopsheentoday.com. It's like how you said at the beginning of your program, just three words, catholicmomsgroup.com, right? Well, you know, my three words are bishopsheentoday.com, right? You know, because we, we need Bishop Sheen today. And, you know, I was able to gather a hundred of his YouTube videos and put them all into one site. Uh, you know, these 400 audio recordings, put them on the site, all his free downloadable books that are in a lot of digital libraries, um, you know, I grab them, put them on the website. And uh, so people can visit bishopsheentoday.com and literally spend hours and hours just watching videos, listening to talks, uh, reading downloadable books all for free. Like, you know, I'm thrifty. I like to say I'm thrifty. So I love free. So um, again, this is just what I wanted. I wanted the world to experience Fulton Sheen. Uh, he was very instrumental in my father's conversion. Uh, and that's another story. But uh, my dad is a convert to the faith because of Fulton Sheen. And so in, in, in gratitude to God and to Fulton Sheen for converting my father, you know, I think this is a great way for me to give back, give back uh, to the world by uh, doing this. But it was that little book uh, back in 2009, uh, Peace of Soul, that got me on fire uh, to start sharing Bishop Sheen. And uh, the next thing you know, the good Lord has me crossing the country, uh, speaking to seminarians, uh, various Catholic conferences, um, you know, and of course, people then follow my journey. I'm always on EWTN radio talking about one of my books and or, you know, making the odd appearance down uh, in Alabama whenever they're featuring some of it, Bishop Sheen's writings or some of his anniversary dates. So, um, Again, the Lord is using me, uh, and you would never expect it because people who know me know uh, I'm called the gas man, and um, and I'm called the gas man because I am I call it the village plumber, you know, in that uh, for over thirty years I've been a licensed pipe fitter, and so I fix pipes for a living. And so some people call me the pipe padre because <laughs> I do, you know, this religious programming. But uh, the Lord, you know, used tent makers, he used tax collectors, he used fishermen, and now he's using a pipe fitter from Canada to share the wisdom of the Venerable Archbishop Fulton J. Sheen uh, with the whole world. So, uh, you know, I, it, was a, it was a long, we got, it was, a, I took the long journey there, but I think you get it. It's a, a little God incident that just, uh, I blossomed to something very beautiful, so. Fantastic. So for, for those of you that have joined us today, again, welcome. It's Dorothy Polarski from CatholicMomsGroup.com with uh, uh, Alan Smith. If you have any stories at all about Bishop Sheen, or if you would like to say hello to Alan in the chat, 
please make sure that, you know, we, we love hearing from you in the chat box. It, uh, it revitalizes us to know that someone is actually, uh, you know, listening. I'm so used to being in a mother's group setting where there's, you know, mothers around me. So uh, please do, you know, chat with us in the chat box. Um, so, Alan, we're, we're here to kind of zero in or focus in on, um, you know, some of Bishop Sheen's thoughts on, um, you know, marriage, about some of his thoughts on motherhood. Can you, can you, you know, within, I know that you've got this vast, vast uh, library, but, but can you sort of give us a few highlights of uh, Bishop Sheen's teachings on motherhood or? Right. Yeah. And I think what, uh, you know, sometimes uh, I get a little stumped because, um, you know, he wrote 66 books and I do get a lot of phone calls from people saying, oh, uh, this Bishop Sheen quote, what book was it from? And, um, you know, oh, in 1947, that uh, article on communism, can you quote that for me? And, you know, but I think what I try to do is say, yeah, I've read most of his writings, uh, but let me give you some of the Cole's notes. And that's what I think I can do today. And uh, I'd like to start off with what I call Bishop Sheen's inspirations, uh, of course, being his mother, his grandmother, and of course, the Blessed Mother. And uh, so those three mothers had a profound impact on his life. And he shares this all the time. And so uh, that's what I love. And, um, you know, I think of Fulton Sheen's mother, uh, Delia was her name. Uh, she did one kind act that I think changed the world. And uh, when Fulton Sheen was baptized, you know, the parents brought uh, Fulton Sheen to the church, a little church in El Paso, Illinois, St. Mary's, and they baptized Fulton. Uh, his name was Peter John Sheen. Um, at, uh, you know, when he was born, people always say Fulton, but his name is Peter John Sheen. And so when on the day of his baptism, his mother then took this little baby and placed this baby on the side altar uh, that was dedicated to Our Lady. And she dedicated her son to the care of the Blessed Virgin Mary. And I say to parents all the time, do the same thing to your children. Consecrate them to the Sacred Heart of Jesus, the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Uh, you are going to do your child uh, a great favor, a great favor. And it was this kind act that the mother did for her son, just consecrating her son to the care of the Blessed Virgin Mary that paid major dividends. And of course, Fulton Sheen uh, then developed a great love for the Blessed Virgin Mary his whole life. He says in his autobiography, uh, Treasures of Clay, uh, how he just made these little dedications to the Blessed Virgin Mary, uh, especially on his first Holy Communion. It was kind of like a, a re-consecration. And then, of course, he dedicated his priesthood uh, to the Blessed Virgin Mary. In fact, when he was ordained, he made a vow to say Holy Mass every Saturday uh, in honor of the Blessed Virgin Mary uh, to protect his priesthood. And so, uh, again, his favorite book that he wrote, and uh, they interviewed him and said, you know, you've penned 66 books. Uh, which one is your favorite? And he says, my favorite book is The World's First Love. And uh, it is a book that uh, he writes about the Blessed Virgin Mary. And I think I've got a copy here. Yeah, so I'll hold it up on the screen so everyone can see it. Uh, and again, it's uh, The World's First Love. Um, 
again, a beautiful uh, book that uh, is so rich. I mean, we'd have to do a two-hour program just on this book alone. Uh, but still, he wanted to point to uh, the world's first love. And uh, I think what Fulton Sheen did about motherhood, and uh, I say, um, you know, when he was talking about the Blessed Virgin Mary as the model for all mothers, uh, he talked about how, you know, God created her even um, before she was born. Uh, a lot of times uh, we think about, oh, uh, Catholics seem to be, uh, you know, accused of uh, paying a little bit too much time with the Blessed Virgin Mary or give her too much attention, uh, too much focus. But, uh, you know, Fulton Sheen was quick to remind us to say, you know, did you ever pre-exist your mother? Um, you know, if you could make your own mother, Al Smith, Dorothy Pulaski, how would you make your mother? And, you know, I would say, well, I'd make my mother so she would be more generous on the cookies, you know. She was, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it was kind of my mom with 12 children, of course, had to meet her out uh, the snacks. Uh, but if I could create my mother, it would make her a certain way. Uh, but, you know, we asked the question, do you believe that, you know, Jesus is, uh, you know, uh, the second person of the Blessed Trinity? Uh, do you believe that he's God? And, uh, you know, if you do believe that, then just think that, you know, they created the heavens and the earth, that he actually got to create his own mother. And I think it's a bit of a stumper for a lot of people. And they go, you're right. He did create her. And so she must be the most beautiful, the most precious <laughs> of all mothers. And uh, I tell you, that's what Fulton Sheen does. Whenever you read his books, you have to sometimes put them down and, and, and breathe and breathe. And, uh, you know, again, this is just what I found. And, and then again, we're only getting into a one or two quotes so far. We'll, we'll share a bit more there. But uh, Dorothy, is there anything that, I mean, what I find is everyone has a Sheen story and uh, they all talk about Sheen's love for the Blessed Mother, but uh, some people have an actual personal story. And I've heard you must have your own. And uh, many of the viewers uh, probably have added to the chat of uh, some of those uh, uh, reflections that Fulton Sheen gave that touched their lives. Well, you know, in my own case, um, it's it, it was just sort of picking up a, a variety of books of, you know, Fulton Sheen. Uh, one of them remade for happiness, uh, mm -hmm. you know, really had an impact on me. And then um, three to get married, and and there was a section um, in three to get married that was and is specifically on motherhood. And I remember when I first became a, a mom, you know, I was reading all the different you know magazines and publications and attending different courses and and. Um, I had felt that something had happened to me with the birth of my first child. And no matter what I read, no matter what I, it, no one seemed to be able to sort of connect with what happened to me. Even I, I went to, you know, a dozen or so different mother's groups and some of them were even Catholic mom's groups, but I still felt like I wasn't understood. And then the first quote that, struck me where I thought, okay, this guy is on to something was Cardinal Mitsenthi. Um, he, there's a beautiful quote on, on motherhood that's in all of our publications, how, uh, you know, a mom is a co-creator with God. But then the 
the very next uh, piece that kind of touched me deeply and profoundly was, of course, um, Bishop Sheen's writing on motherhood. And it's just a, a, a few pages, but it was sort of like, it made it very clear to me that, yes, not only have I given birth to a human being, a child, but I've also given birth to a soul, <laughs> you know? And so not only do I have duties uh, to the body of that child in terms of feeding it and nurturing it, but I also have, you know, duties to the soul of that child. And, um, and so it was a very powerful experience finding in writing something that happened to me interiorly that wasn't named beforehand. So at first it was, you know, Cardinal Metzenthi's quote, he's a Hungarian Cardinal. And I ended up getting his book called The Mother and then um, the second book, of course, is Three to Get Married and the section on motherhood in that book. Now, I know that you've recently published um, that book. Is that correct? That's correct, yeah. So I have created five anthologies. People always say, what is an anthology? And an anthology is a collection of writings. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, you know, sitting at home just saying, how can I best serve the church? Um, I came up with the idea of let's bring together some of his best of series, you know, greatest hits, some people may say. Um, but, you know, his writings on the cross and the seven last words, uh, very, um, I want to say prolific in that for 58 consecutive years, he preached the Good Friday um, address and uh, wrote um, a great deal about the seven last words on different themes. And so I put together seven of those uh, books on the seven last words into an anthology. And it, of course we titled it the cries of Jesus from the cross and uh, it's been well received for many years now. Uh, the second group of writings that I put together uh, were his writings on prayer because I knew that uh, there's the power of the cross but there's also the power of prayer. And so I took uh, Sheen's writings on the Our Father, the Mass, uh, the Holy Hour, uh, different meditations uh, that I found that he loved to recommend. And so that was my second anthology. But the third anthology I wrote was on the sacraments because I knew, again, there's the power of the cross, the power of prayer, and the power of the sacraments. And Sheen's two most powerful books on the sacraments are his 1951 book, Three to Get Married, and we'll spend a little bit of time uh, sharing some of that today, and also his 1962 book, These Are the Sacraments. And I thought, boy, every home should have Sheen's writings on marriage and the sacraments, because that's usually the path we, we journey on, is we get married, and then, of course, we want to live the sacramental life and pass the sacramental life onto our children, and hopefully they'll get married and pass the sacramental life onto their children. And um, again, a lot of us sometimes just need a roadmap of what is marriage and what is the sacraments. And I think the world was waiting for a refresher course. And I thought uh, these books have not been seen uh, for many years or never been put together in a collection. And so I was inspired to put the two books together and. Uh, is being released uh, this July. So in a few weeks, uh, you'll be able to enjoy uh, Three to Get Married and These Are the Sacraments in one book. And it's called um, uh, 
uh, Archbishop Sheen's Book of Sacraments. And uh, so you'll enjoy it. And um, I know I've seen it already on Amazon. Uh, many people have pre-ordered the book through Sophia Institute Press. And so, um, again, I just have these inspirations to say, you know, Sheen, of these 66 books, he definitely had some themes that I think need to be shared uh, with the world. So um, in July, we will get to enjoy Sheen once again, uh, this book on the sacraments. And then at Christmas time, you'll get my fourth anthology, which is Sheen's writings on love. And so um, it's called Love One Another. So, uh, and the fifth anthology we'll leave for another broadcast. We'll do, <laughs> we'll do on that one. But, uh, I'll just quote if I could. Yes. Um, As Mary had something that was her own, namely her divine child, and something that was not her own, namely Emmanuel, God with us or our Savior. So every mother has something that is uniquely her own, and yet something that is not her own. You know, um, I encourage you all to, 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 to get Alan's book just for this, these three or four pages on motherhood. Like there's so much there to uh, meditate on, um, you know, about women today. It just, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's almost intoxicatingly beautiful. Yeah. yeah. And I think, you know, you mentioned earlier, it's this mystery of, you're carrying not only a physical body in your womb, but also a soul. And um, I think Fulton Sheen, he really uh, brought this to our attention to say, you know, the beauty of motherhood is that they carry not just the child, but the soul. And uh, again, they tied in almost to the mystery of the sacraments, almost like the Eucharist. It's like uh, you feed the child, you know, and so you feed the child physically by what you eat, but you also feed the child spiritually, you know, uh, in the womb and outside of the womb. And uh, so he brings to our attention the importance that we have a soul. And uh, even the child in utero has a soul. And, uh, you know, there's a, a similar quote that you just gave that uh, Sheen talks about how, you know, as a father, uh, we see the joys of motherhood. Like, it's just like, I'm now in awe. Like when I started to read that, like when my wife was with child, I'd start to go, like, I am just in awe of what's happening here. That my wife is carrying not only just a child, but a soul of a child. And I like, I'm not like, I don't want to say I'm jealous, but you know, it's like, I just feel so in inadequate. Right. And, uh, um, but again, it's the beauty of seeing the mystery of motherhood, the mystery of motherhood. And I think this is why, I think now, you know, sadly, motherhood is kind of um, sometimes labeled as a second rate, um, you know, vocation, or uh, you don't want to do that, do you? <laughs> you know, like, is people are thinking, but yet Fulton Sheen just says, no, you want to do this. And, you know, he even wrote, he said that, um, sadly, 80 was like 83% of divorces happen because there's no children, like they you know they do all these these studies and we know the divorce rate is high as it is but uh, it's even higher in couples that didn't have children and uh, because they never experienced i believe that beauty of having the child and the soul of the child within the mother's womb so uh, again deep but uh, you know very sobering um, i think he gets our attention he really does yeah there's something here he says too which is so again 
uh, women, a woman primarily is not a restorer of ruins. She is first a cooperator with the divine. And, uh, you know, I, I, I wish I could, you know, scream from the rooftops, you know, like that, that, and that's almost like the entire purpose of our ministry is to remind women to, to cooperate with the divine. You know, we've become so secularized in our womanhood that we, we forget cooperation with the divine. Right. Yeah. I know that, uh, and I have to, you know, put the readers on here. Like, I mean, you know, people always say, well, you can show me your notes. Well, I mean, just the highlighting that you do, like, you know, I just printed up those three or four pages on motherhood and I started just highlighting everything because it just, um, uh, it just speaks volumes. It really does. And, uh, you know, as I've said to so many people is that, you know, it's going to take you a while to get through these of these books because you have to just keep putting them down <laughs> you can just you know read a paragraph and then you can it, it will carry you all day it will carry you all day uh but there's so much in these uh, five pages just in this one chapter on motherhood and uh, i know fulton sheen also uh, wrote a great deal about motherhood in the home and making the home and i know that this is what's uh, very key to your ministry is that you really empower the mothers to make the home a very special place and uh, Fulton Sheen in the book three to get married spent a whole chapter on motherhood and making the home so uh, that is going to be something else that I think you'll really enjoy in uh, three to get married so um, again thank you for uh, you know telling the audience that uh, this book is coming and uh, I mean you can still pick up a copy of uh, three to get married by itself uh but as i said we're all thrifty and so uh, instead of buying two books uh you can get uh, one book at a great price so uh it's all good it's all good i didn't know if there was any uh, comments in the um the chat room and um again it's one of these things i know sometimes people get a little spellbound they hear this um, conversation and um they're just enjoying it, but uh, every so often people do have a question or um, a comment of how Fulton Sheen has uh, touched their own um, life as a mother. And um, again, I, I try to say to people that, you know, even though there's a great deal in Three to Get Married on motherhood, uh, the book I mentioned earlier, The World's First Love, is a great resource. Uh, but I love the book, um, The Seven Words of Jesus and Mary. Uh, it was a book he penned in 1945, and it really speaks to the Blessed Virgin Mary's love of Jesus. And I think uh, what she is saying to all of us, follow me, imitate me. I know in at the wedding feast of Cana, she had those beautiful words when she said, do whatever he tells you. Uh, but uh, the Blessed Mother is that beautiful example who uh, will show us to say, uh, watch me and imitate me you'll be okay. You'll be okay. And so uh, I highly recommend the book, The Seven Words of Jesus and Mary. And uh, you can't go wrong with that one. It's, um, I don't think we, we ponder enough um, how the Blessed Virgin Mary was so united to Jesus, um, you know, and united to his ministry, especially um, in all things. But, uh, you know, she suffered so dearly uh, watching her son be crucified and die on a cross. And I think for mothers who suffer, um, they get it. 
they get it. Uh, she is, she epitomizes what unjust suffering is, uh, the suffering of the innocent. And so uh, there is a great uh, deal of strength that can be garnered from uh, just meditating on the life of the Blessed Virgin Mary. And I know, uh, Dorothy, you've uh, uh, experienced a little bit of suffering, as all mothers do. Uh, but of course, you've drawn great consolation uh, from the Blessed Virgin Mary. And well, and uh, I, I forget what year it was, but uh, there was a, a talk I gave at one of the Dynamic Women of, Con uh, Dynamic Women of Faith conference, and I, I tried to stress that one of the sort of duties of a Catholic mom is to suffer with her child, right? Like so often we make the mistake of, you know, trying to eliminate the suffering. Well, okay, if your child has broken their arm, you, you can't eliminate all of the suffering, but to be there with the child as the child is suffering. And we, we have forgotten that, you know, like we're, we're in, you know, a culture that is, you know, that, that tells us that, yes, it's our role of a mother to provide, to educate, to train, but do we hear we need to suffer with our children and be there with them as they're suffering? There's another uh, beautiful thought here from um, that section on, on, on motherhood, and so I'm quoting um, uh, Bishop Sheen here, and, and listen to this, it's just so beautiful. Good and holy thoughts in the mother while bearing the child will affect the child as fears and shock will affect it in the opposite way. The psychological effects of love on others are tremendous. The mother who bears her child in love and who is conscious that she is fulfilling a divine command and a holy messiahship must see verified in her life the words of our Lord. And, you know, we forget as a culture that the state of expectancy, the state of, you know, pregnancy, it, it's a sacred time, you know? And it always like kind of breaks my heart when I kind of see women like plowing through uh, pregnancy almost like on a, you know, they're on a workaholic secular schedule, forgetting to constantly be united with the soul that is within them and to love them through that time, right? And it's because our culture is putting so many crazy, crazy demands on, on, on women in this day and age. It's almost like we don't allow we don't allow ourselves to have a grieving period when someone dies. We don't allow ourselves to have a sacred period when we're expecting. And, you know, it, Cardinal Collins once said it too in a homily that, that right now humanity has convinced itself that it must do everything for itself. And what a tremendous pressure that is when you don't have any conviction that you know our blessed mother will intercede that saints will intercede that god will intercede you know we we've convinced ourselves that the entire you know the entire burden of life is on our shoulders and we've forgotten to believe in the uh, supernatural and i'm just going to beg your patience with one more quote here by fulton sheen from this book um, the gospel tells us that there are four kinds of mothers there were grains that fell beside the path. And so all the birds came and ate them up. 
and others fell on rocky road where the soil was shallow. They sprang up all at once because they had not sinken deep in the ground. But as soon as the sun rose, they were parched. They had not taken root and so they withered away. And some fell on um, briars so that briars grew up and smothered them. But others fell where the soil was good and these yielded a harvest, some a hundredfold, sixtyfold and thirtyfold. Listen to you that have ears to hear with. As the bearer of the seed, she throws herself completely on God, saying with Mary, behold the handmaid of the Lord. Anyway, I could go on and on and on. Um, there's just so much, um, you know, many, he's talking here about the, the, the great spiritual laws of, of motherhood. And so, you know, Bishop Sheen helped you know, me realize that what was going on interiorly, that I, I wasn't going crazy, right? Like women don't acknowledge that once they have had and given birth to a child or once they have lost a child, that, that it's a profound spiritual experience as well. Yeah, and I think it was important you, you brought it up about spending that time to nurture the child uh, giving that child the environment that uh, that child is loved. And uh, it's almost like you're um, growing something, but again, putting good things in. And uh, to add to this mystery that the child in the womb has a soul, but also the child has a guardian angel. So not only oh, do you... <laughs> <laughs> you know... <laughs> uh, yeah, so just think about that for a little bit, you know, that... <laughs> There's the child, the child's soul, and the child's guardian angel. So uh, mothers, I tell you, there's there's room there, but uh, you're entertaining angels and, of course, the soul. So um, again, I think if you just go deep, it's amazing. You just embrace this and say, I want to do this. This is God's holy will. And so uh, we encourage every mother to uh, just uh, just start to... Uh, see the mystery, see the mystery. And Fulton Sheen, this is what he did. And, you know, this book, 19, 1951, it was written in 1951, Three to Get Married. And my mother, uh, you know, shared with me, she says, your dad and me read this book together when we were engaged. And it really helped us a great deal. And so, because um, I think Sheen gets it right. He um, gives couples a roadmap and uh, explains to them, uh, this is the best way to do it. And um, it's been a go-to book. It really has been a go-to book and enjoyed for many generations. And so, uh, again, it's going to be a real blessing to uh, re-release this in a few weeks' time. Now, Alan, I, I, I did promise, um, you know, the moms that signed on today that there might be a, a possibility of, you know, winning one or two Ooh, different yes. books, right? Okay. And um, what I'm going to suggest, in uh, you know, I, I I always make people do homework. So good, good. <laughs> so, uh, if you'd like to be considered um, for uh, you know a draw for possibly you know winning one or one or two of Alan's books, um, what I'm going to suggest is that you write to us at info at catholicmomsgroup.com and tell us how today's, you know, session of Midday Moms, how, how this reflection 
has uh, affected you and how our ministry has affected you or how Bishop Sheen has affected you. Um, I can't tell you how rewarding it is to receive an email from you um, because, you know, Alan and I are only human. <laughs> we need encouragement. <laughs> I don't know about you, Alan, but so often after I uh, host either midday moms or, you know, after a conference, you're thinking, did it touch anyone? Has anyone been affected in any particular way? And so when we get an email from you, and then I pass it on, I'll email it to, to Alan. Um, it, it encourages us. I, it encourages us. So um, I would ask you that if you're interested in winning a book, um, that you send us an email, then everyone that sends us an email, I will take that email, I'll fold it up, and I'll put it in a uh, hat and then I'll pull out two and then I'll say Alan we have two winners and then we'll we'll uh we'll mail you a book does that sound fair Alan? That, sound, that sounds great that's like and we'll put some holy cards in there and other great things too but um you know I I have 15 books that I uh have to my record so uh there's 12 books that uh, we did during the COVID lockdown. I just got, I got busy uh, during this uh, stay at home order. So when mom says stay at home, I just got busy. And so uh, there's 12 books that people have seen, you know, on the, you know, Amazon that you just, you'll Google me and uh, find me on Amazon. You'll see the 12 titles uh, that I put together. And uh, there's of course the three books from Sophia Institute Press. And so, uh, it's nice to have, uh, I like to say, 15 children, <laughs> if you want to call their books your children. But, uh, you know, they came in bunches. But uh, we'll, give, uh, we'll give away, of course, some books. We, it's a labor of love. We, we love doing this. And, you know, I've been gifting books to seminarians for many years. So uh, it's a, a muscle that I've practiced, uh, the art of giving away books. So uh, the Lord provides. But uh, I have a real heart for seminarians. I know you had Father Greg Merkley uh, on the show a couple times, and uh, I remember him when he was uh, in the first year of his seminary training as in the propedeutic year. Of course, we got to uh, spend, uh, we journeyed with Father Greg Merkley and many of the seminarians across Canada. So uh, my mindset is, is that to make a new generation of priests that are similar to Bishop Sheen, we have to give seminarians Bishop Sheen books and uh, hopefully touch their hearts and their minds. So uh, I have a heart for seminarians. And so, uh, again, looking forward to helping the mothers and uh, those who have tuned in uh, to this ministry. Um, again, one of the books I penned is called The Cross and the Crib. And uh, it's when Calvary becomes the nursery. And uh, at the foot of the cross, we became children of Mary. When our Lord said, woman, behold your son, and to the apostle he loved, behold your mother. It was at that moment we became children of Mary. We were spiritually adopted. And uh, so Calvary becomes the nursery. And uh, again, my love for the Blessed Virgin Mary increased a great deal because of Sheen's writings on her. So uh, it's one of my favorite books uh, to put together, but uh, still it'll touch the hearts, not just of men, but also women and hopefully children and young people too. I mean, hopefully, because people ask me all the time, oh, do you have any good books for young people or for my husband or for whatever? And again, Fulton Sheen wrote 66. So there's, there's lots to choose from. Yeah, and, and one of our, um, one of the moms here, Carmela, she says, I love uh, Bishop Sheen. 
when my son was a teenager, he liked to watch Bishop Sheen on EWTN. And um, one thing that I say over and over and over again is that as Catholic moms, we grossly underestimate the ability of young children to understand supernatural truths. And so, you know, when I see a mom, you know, at mass giving her child, uh, you know, I don't know, the Wizard of Oz or some crazy book, I'm like, there's such an opportunity there at mass to give your children holy books. Um, I remember just prior to receiving my first Holy Communion, there was one particular priest, Father Rosmuswowski, um, that every time he preached a homily, I was sitting at the edge of my seat and I was full of tears because his homilies were so beautiful. And so here I was just before my Holy Communion, gripped by very deep and theological uh, homilies. And, and so I, I sometimes think that as mothers, we give our children spiritual junk food instead of real food. And so don't be afraid during even the, the pandemic to find Bishop Sheen and say to your children, hey, let's just watch this guy uh, for five or 10 minutes and let's see if he's got anything good to say. And, and you'll see in your children's faces that some of them will be actually drawn and ask you for a second um, you know, video of Bishop Sheen's. I, I remember one habit that I had when my children were very, very little is if I was reading a particular book, let's pretend, let's pretend the introduction to the devout life by you know St. Francis de Sales. Okay, my my seven-year-old or eight-year-old is never gonna you know sit down and read the entire book. But what I would do, say, oh Michael, Monica, come here. There's this one really good quote. I want you to know what you think of it, right? And so then I would be inviting them to just reflect on this one quote. And you know, and then with that a couple of different things happened. Well, now they know St. Francis de Sales. Now they know their mom's doing spiritual reading. Now they know that, you know, and so I, I encourage each of you as mothers to really share your spirituality with your children. Like after today's um, midday mom session, I would like you at the dinner table to say, hey, you know what? I was listening to Midday Moms and there's this guy, he's actually a plumber, but you know what he, you know what he's done? He's actually been teaching seminarians about some bishop called, well, I just can't believe this plumber. And you know what, this Dorothy Polarski, you know, like, and like when you talk about it naturally with your children and you share with them what you experienced today, I always say that after every single mother's group meeting, you know, as mother's group leaders, we should be encouraging the moms in our mother's group to bring it up at the kitchen table, right? Because um, sometimes, again, we make the mistake of, you know, making our spirituality, you know, our own, right? And, and we're missing that, that, that opportunity. Anyway, I've got on a rant. I promised myself I wouldn't do that. Oh, that, this was a good rant. I like it. I like it. And I'll add to the rant by just saying, you know, go to bishopsheentoday.com, the website, and there's the hundred videos there. And there's the video on teenagers. Uh, there's a video on juvenile delinquency. There's there's all kinds of good videos there. And, you know, uh, there's something for everyone. So uh, by all means, uh, watch some of his videos because that's what's brought people in. They watch a video, 
then they listen to an audio recording and then they read a book. And so um, again, he'll, he'll draw you closer to Jesus, Mary, the church. And uh, again, he'll have an effect on you. As I said before, hundreds of thousands of souls have come to Christ because of Fulton Sheen. So uh, he's done well. And um, he would always say, he'd say, you know, what I want to hear at the end is when he meets the Lord, he wants to hear these words. My mother has spoken well of you. And uh, so uh, I hope to hear the same thing. <laughs> My mother has spoken well of you. So I think we all want to hear that. So anyway, that is great. Uh, Dorothy, I wanted to share, of course, just that beautiful poem, Lovely Lady Dressed in Blue. Um, it's a poem that Fulton Sheen recited many times. And I know our time is coming to a close here. It's uh, one of these things. But uh, this is actually in uh, a number of the books that Fulton Sheen wrote. And so I think it's uh, a very beautiful tribute. And so if you would just uh, give me the courtesy to read this, uh, share this poem, I'd like to do that if I could. So uh, it's simply called uh, To Our Lady. And it's a poem uh, penned by Mary Dixon Thayer, lovely lady dressed in blue. Lovely lady dressed in blue, teach me how to pray. God was just your little boy. Tell me what to say. Did you lift him up sometimes, gently on your knee? Did you sing to him the way mother does to me? Did you hold his hand at night? Did you ever try? telling stories of the world. Oh, and did he cry? Do you really think he cares if I tell him things? Little things that happen? And do the angel's wings make a noise? And can he hear me if I speak low? Does he understand me now? Tell me, for you know. Lovely lady dressed in blue, teach me how to pray. God was just your little boy, and you know the way. Oh, very, very, very beautiful. Just very beautiful. Um, so remind us, um, Al, just the, the name of the book that will have that section on motherhood. What is the name of that book again? It's uh, It's... Archbishop Sheen's Book of Sacraments. Okay. And I can show you what it looks like here. Um, this, this is the manuscript. When you, when you do books, you submit manuscripts. And so this is what it looks like. I think I got it up on the camera there. Uh, it's Archbishop Sheen's Book of Sacraments, an anthology. And uh, so uh, that's what you'll look for. And that will be coming out uh, in July. So. Okay, so yeah. actually, I think you've sent me the cover, so maybe I'll include it in one of our next emails so that yes. mom can have access to it. Um, so thank you, Alan. You're uh, welcome. Just a, a, just a wonderful, wonderful time. And I'm going to ask everybody here, um, if you feel called to make a donation to Alan's ministry, the Bishop Sheen today, or Catholic Moms Group uh, ministry, you know, our, our ministry depends on, on your donations. And I'm also going to ask you to, if you could, to pray a rosary for Alan. 
Um, Alan doesn't talk about it much, but I know because we're friends on Facebook that he's, um, he's had a lot of health issues and he carries them with such grace and such fortitude. And I'm just going to be in the thing of tears here because, you know, I'm always such a suck when it comes to suffering <laughs> and you're such a hero, you know? So uh, I, I, uh, your, your witness truly is edifying. So I would just ask that you pray a rosary for uh, Alan, for his wife, for his family, for each of like, you don't have to pray a rosary for each and every one of his children and him and his wife. But if you could pray one rosary for, for all of them, I know that intercessory prayers are very, very powerful. So, you know, think about expressing your gratitude by either making a donation or praying a rosary. Um, you know, Alan needs the donations. We need the donations. We all need the prayers. So don't, uh, don't forget about us. And um, next week uh, is a holiday, July the 1st. So we will be enjoying that holiday. And if you're interested again in um, winning one of two books, I would ask that you send us an email to info at catholicmomsgroup.com info at catholicmomsgroup.com and um, I'll take all of those emails make sure that Alan sees them and then um, Alan will send you you know the two winners will announce the two winners vis-a-vis -vis email we'll send you uh, one of the two books okay um, so thank you everybody for joining us. Uh, we depend on your prayers. We appreciate that you're here. Uh, it brings a lot of you know, love into our hearts that you are here. So thank you. If you're enjoying Alan's sessions, you're enjoying this, tell the, spread the word, you know, tell everybody about Alan, tell everybody about, you know, um, Alan's website, our ministry, uh, the Lord needs you to invite souls into this fold too. So I'm, I'm going to end as I always do. I'm so glad we had this time together just to have a laugh and pray a prayer. Seems we just get started and before you know it comes a time we have to say so long. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Uh, I, I love each and every one of you. Remember, you're on a divine, sacred mission. And uh, don't sell yourself short. Trust in the intercession of our Blessed Mother and all of uh, the saints, because they're real. And our Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit, wants to inspire you for your own personal mission. Anyway, thank you, Alan. Thank you very much. Um, warmest regards to uh, Isabel, to your family. And uh, I will offer my rosary this evening for your intentions. So thank you very, very, very much. Okay. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye.